0: My name is Mike Rogers. This week's edition of The Welsh Wire is sponsored by the Family Business Alliance. Here's Sherry Welsh with more. Today we're here with John Berry of Shoe Pan and Sons in Kalamazoo. John, welcome to The Welsh Wire.
1: Good morning, Sherry. Thank you for having me.
0: We're pleased to do this show today in a collaboration with our friends at the Family Business Alliance. John, you and the folks at ShoePan and Sons have been members of the Family Business Alliance for a number of years.
1: A number of years, and I guess you know. First of all, Sherry, I just wanted to say thank you. This is an honor to do this for you. Um, I know you and I have gotten to know each other a little bit over the last couple of years with the YMCA board. You bet. But um, yeah, in regards to the Family Business Alliance, uh, ShoePan has been involved in that for gosh, probably 12 or 15 years. Uh, I myself was in a forum for about four or five years before I, I uh, joined YPO. And my wife, Shana, is actually still in a forum um, and Terrific. they've been together for probably 12 or 14 years.
0: Oh, it's a great organization as all of the members know. And of course, you get to be part of that when you own a family business. So tell us about the history of the family business here at Shoe Pan and Sons.
1: Yeah, no. So, so Shoe Pan and Sons, so we are a metals and plastics com- company located in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, we really have four separate divisions that kind of, that really operate pretty independently of one another. Uh, the company inis- initially started started as an industrial recycling firm, or scrap metal recycling. So we have three scrapyards here in Kalamazoo and one in Elkhart, Indiana, that kind of services the RV business. Uh, we have uh Aluminum and Plastic Sales, which is the division that I'm responsible for. And we are a metal service center. So we, uh, we're kind of like a lumberyard, providing brand-new aluminum and plastic mill products, uh, as, well, as well as providing a lot of manufactured goods with CNC equipment and rolling and bending and welding equipment and then uh another division that we have is Chupan beverage container recycling so with Michigan being a 10 cent deposit state uh that division is actually the the company that processes all the all the material the aluminum the plastic the glass that you take back to the grocery store uh we process that in our plant in Detroit uh and we also have a plant up in uh up in Grand Rapids off of 36th street
0: And I think you're being modest about what you do with those beverage containers because you're, uh, you're pretty important to the state of Michigan. Explain that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, so the, the deposit law is actually, gosh, it's almost, I think it's 40 years old. Um, but initially, uh, basically the, the wholesalers were responsible for taking care of that, that, uh, you know, the, the leftover containers. And we're picking a lot of that stuff up, uh, from the, you know, from the grocery stores and from the, um, uh, gas stations that they service. And basically the, the, a lot of the retailers didn't really want, um, all that commotion with them going in and out of their back rooms. So, so basically we formed a partnership with Tamra North America. So they provide the reverse vending machines that go into those grocery stores. Uh we obviously are the ones that are doing the processing and then together we own a company called UBCR which stands for Used Beverage Container Recycling, uh pretty unique. Um, yes. <laughs> and that is the that is the trucking arm that bas- basically picks up from all of those grocery stores.
0: Wow. So you're making a big difference.
1: We are, we are, In yeah. Michigan. Yeah, no. And the
0: business has diversified tremendously over the years. So, so different. So it's it's a a far cry maybe from what Grandpa Shoupan started in that industrial metal recycling. For sure. Way back in the day. Today it looks like what? How many employees?
1: So today we have about 600 employees. Uh, we have 14 uh, different locations. Um, we do about $450 million in sales. Uh, which, as you stated, is certainly a far cry from where we started. Yeah.
0: Grant would be proud.
1: He would be proud. He <laughs> would be proud. I know Mark, uh, Mark Chupin, our CEO, used to, to joke when, when the company was initially founded as a, as a scrap metal firm. We had six employees in one truck. Oh. And Mark used to joke with his dad and say, you know, after he went out and called on a customer, he used to say, please don't send me there in the truck tomorrow. <laughs>
0: That's great. That's great. Wonderful story. So tell us how you came into the business, John. I understand you got to marry the boss's daughter. Is that what happened?
1: I did. I did. It was love at first sight.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, no. So I I went to Indiana University uh, down in Bloomington. um, And after after college, uh, I played golf in, in college. So golf was certainly a passion of mine and still is today. But I really wanted to get to a warm climate,
0: so mm, okay. um,
1: I actually started out in the pharmaceutical business uh, down in Florida, and Shana went down there with me as well. She was in commercial lending, and then uh, as a, uh, about two or three years later, after that, we wanted to get a little bit closer to family. Sure. So we moved back to Kalamazoo. I actually took a job with uh, Johnson and Johnson, and Shana started working in the beverage container recycling side of what we do. And then we were actually we were all set to move. We had our house on the market. Um, I was actually, uh, I was going to be moving to the South Bend area to, to, uh, start out in their management de- development program with Johnson & Johnson. And that's when Mark kind of, uh, we had a lunch and he said, Hey, I'd really like you to try this. Uh, so I started out in the, uh, the aluminum and plastic sales division. Uh, started out in inside sales and then went on to uh outside sales and sales management and marketing manager and then uh, about 5 years ago I I I took over as president of this division of Chupan.
0: Wonderful. So t- how many years total with the company again? That's uh
1: 14 years total.
0: Wonderful. That is a wonderful story. Chupan is a really unique company. I mean not only because it's a family-owned business for several for two generations now. But you operate with a unique perspective Mm -hmm. and a company culture. Um, You've described it as sounding something like we treat our employees like family. You Mm -hmm. say things like we're inspired to help others. We do things because it's the right thing to do. Tell us more about that, John.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I think you know, in its most simplistic form, I mean, that is how we really approach all of our employees. I mean, when we hire someone, we really do consider them – a part of the family and you know our, our hiring process it uh, many times can be quite long but a lot of the reason for that is that you know ph- philosophically when we hire an employee the goal is to have them retire from here quite sure, frankly sure
0: of course um
1: and you know when you look at the tenure of a of a shoepan employee across all of our divisions uh the average tenure is is probably 10 to 12 years um, many of our many of our managers and and folks on our leadership team, you know, they started out uh, working on the shop floor or driving a forklift or, or what have you, and yeah. um, you know, are, are really helping lead a, a quite you know a quite diversified company today.
0: Right, right. And your core values, you really stress core values to the people. We do in your organization too. You and you live that.
1: Yes, yeah. You know, one of the things that. Uh, we, you know we're we're very very involved in the community. One of our core values is being inspired to help others, and uh, we really we really uh, try to to live up to that. Not just in terms of taking care of our of our employees, but really trying to do more in the community as well. Um, Mark's you know Mark's mother used to have a saying that uh, basically someone's got to do it, it, might as well be us. But if we're mm-hmm. successful, you know we have a responsibility to give back to the communities in which we live, and certainly in the employees that have have helped make make us who we are.
0: Right, right, and aligning with those core values, you care for your employees and give to your employees in some pretty unique ways. It's really special. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about some of the things that you do. Like, Tell our listeners about the Thanksgiving gift.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's one of my favorite times of the year. I would say there's probably... I don't know. There's a whole host of different things that we do, but some of the ones that come to mind, uh, every single Thanksgiving, and we've been doing this for probably the last, uh, 40 years, if not, uh, if not all 50 years. Oh, wonderful. But, uh, during Thanksgiving, uh, we give every single employee, whether they're a Chupan employee or a Temp employee, everyone gets a, a turkey, uh, for Thanksgiving. And it's not a gift cer- certificate. It's a, it's a 13 pound turkey that they're able to take home or give to another family member. Um, and it's, it's a really fun time of year. I
0: mean. I uh, that is re- that like so the truck wheels up and come on out and get your turkey here you yes. go that's really fun really fun and you do an employee picnic mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing also complicated by the fact that you've got these different locations including folks down in Indiana yeah and you Bring them all together, right?
1: You- we do, yeah. I mean that. So the company picnic has been—it's uh, obviously—it's uh, mushroomed over the years. Um, you know, when the company started out, we had—we had six employees, and we have six hundred now. But uh, to give a little perspective, so we—the last couple of years, we've done the done the company picnic uh, at the Kalamazoo Air Zoo. Wow. Uh, we, and we've done it at the uh, the Growlers baseball field. Oh, really uh, but we have we have anywhere between a thousand and. 1300 employees uh, when I say employees them and their families of course um, yes. that that come to that company picnic and we have face painting and a lot of activities for the for the children um, but it's a really really good time to get everyone together we're able to give a, a little bit more of a company update if yes. you will so people you know many times in our organization because we are so spread out, Uh, it's hard to get, it's hard to get all the employees to understand the full picture of what we do.
0: Sure. I can understand that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, like this year when we, when we were at the air zoo, we had a lot of our different trucks that we, that we use to service our customers, uh, which are all different. Uh, they're not just, they're not just normal, uh, Eighteen well flatbeds, if you will. Right. So we have a lot of information that we're able to share at that at that company picnic, and it's just a really good opportunity to get everyone together. Yeah,
0: build community within the organization and help folks see, even in their small location, while wow, I'm really a part of something much, much bigger in this organization, and, yeah. and still, still feel very connected to it. Yeah, many meeting. times,
1: uh, many times we'll actually provide busing. Uh, so for our locations in Ohio or Indiana or even Detroit, we'll provide a bus to to get um, you know those who are have a little bit of a challenge to get all the way over. here to to be able to join us.
0: Sure, sure. And then you also had mentioned about a gas bonus. That is a unique thing that you did for your employees starting when there was a big spike in gas prices several years ago. Is that right, Jess? Yes,
1: yes. So this goes back probably, uh, oh gosh, probably five or six years ago. But uh, when, when gas was approaching $5 a gallon, we knew that, um, you know, a lot of our employees were coming from, uh, from quite a long distance. And we wanted to help them out in terms of being able to get to work and, 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 uh, in a safe manner. Yes. So, uh, we instituted a gas bonus that we, uh, we never, never, uh, uh suspended. I mean, obviously, gas is, is half of, of what it was back then, although it is, Creepy now, <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, we've we've kept that gas bonus uh, for probably the last seven or eight years, and uh, it's just it's it was the right thing to do at the time for sure. Right, right.
0: But one of the most unique things, all these things are great. One of the most unique is what you've done recently for your employees: opening an employee health clinic, and it's right around the corner mm-hmm. from your largest division's headquarters. That is a really cool thing. Tell us about how that came to be. I think our listeners are going to be fascinated to hear this story.
1: Yes. So the, the we're really excited about the new healthcare clinic. Who, uh,
0: whose idea was it?
1: Well, it was kind of it's kind of interesting. So we ended up partnering with a, a local company here in town called Fabrical. They're a food um food packaging company. Uh they're quite large, but they they really really um mesh well with with our company as well. Our our core values and the way that we treat our employees are are so so similar. Um and so our Mary Francis uh, Ol- Oliphant, our HR director was was speaking with their HR director one day and you know, obviously the, the healthcare, uh, challenge came up in terms of how expensive everything is and, and just, you know, the, the, um, the lack of care. I think we can all, you know, acknowledge that sometimes when you go to the doctor, you feel like you're, you're, uh, you're not getting maybe the attention that you need. True that. Yes. Uh, so we really, we decided to partner with Fabrical. You need about th- a thousand employees to make, to make a clinic like this work. Um, so we had that critical mass we did between
0: the two organizations.
1: Yep. Uh, and so basically, we uh, it took us about a year, probably about a year and a half to actually get the clinic fully up and running. I mean, we, you know, we built a facility. It's a modular, uh, modular uh, facility. Uh, but it's right on the corner of um, of our shoe pan aluminum and plastic sales division the one that I'm responsible for we have about we have about 250 employees at this location so it's very very convenient for them and then our our three scrap yards are really close so it's convenient for our scrap employees to come over but uh, you know we've really we've varied the hours so it's not a traditional eight to five clinic um,
0: which if you're really going to serve the needs of your employees that's what it has to be because they're working all different hours, all different shifts, right? For sure. For and sure. some of, some of the most critical needs may happen at those times when there isn't access to medical care anyplace else, right? No
1: doubt about it. And you know the nice thing about the clinic is that it's it's open to any Shupan employee and their family as oh, long as they're great. on the our healthcare plan. Um, but yes, yeah, Sherry, I mean we are so we're open uh, a number of different hours just to make sure that we can service our off shifts. Uh, but the real goal was was really to um, provide better care to our employees. Um, you know, they have uh, they have very difficult jobs, and everyone, uh, you know, everyone, most people have have a very busy life with family and everything else. And we wanted to make it as convenient as possible for all of our employees and their families to get adequate healthcare. Right.
0: Right. And you've done an awesome job with putting that together. Let's go. Let's take a few steps back and talk about when this first started. So, um, here you have the company with great core values that says we take care of our people. And obviously your HR leadership got that. You, mm-hmm. You're talking about Mary Frances Oliphant who went to a partner, HR manager of another company and started brainstorming. And all of a sudden it was we've got a great idea. So she dares to bring that to you or to mark and how was that idea met initially? You had to be thinking, "Are you kidding me? Really?" Yeah, no, because <laughs> that's a big
1: idea. It was a huge idea, and um, you know, I think it's certainly philosophically, uh, we all thought it was a fantastic idea. Um, you know, Mark was completely on board right from the get go.
0: Oh, that's amazing! Um, wow, which, which no, no one no, shot no holes surprise. through it and said that we this couldn't happen. We couldn't do this. Everybody right. said we can.
1: Well, you know, there were there were a little bit of mixed reviews. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't you don't do this because you're trying to save money by any stretch of, of the. Not. Uh, the goal is to you know certainly provide better care and better access. Uh, so you know I think initially when we were kind of going through the process, you know obviously we knew it was going to be more expensive. Sure, we were and you, you run how a, much more?
0: Of course, and and so you run a pro forma, I'm sure, and you look at that. But really beyond that, you probably had to take a look at your employees. We did. I mean, setting aside the cost, you know this isn't feel the dreams build it and they will come. You got to make sure that your employees are going to want to utilize this and 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 that you s- construct it and. And set it up so that it truly meets their needs. Sounds like you did that, but you must have done employee surveys mm-hmm. or really done some focus. How did you do that? John? Well,
1: we, we did it uh, pretty loosely, to be quite honest. Uh, so we, we really, we brought it to the leadership team first of all, of all three to three or actually four divisions, uh, really trying to, you know, gauge interest and what and how, uh, they, how everyone thought it would be received by, uh, by our employees. Um, and then basically, um, you know we we just we we knew it was the right thing to do and uh in, in working with fabrical uh they were of the the exact same mindset um, which
0: if i can pause you for a second sure. that's incredible also that you could find a partner to work with in this which was the key to making it happen because as you said you didn't have the critical mass for sure with just your employees you could find a partner to work with that saw it wasn't in locked up with you saw it yep. in the same way that you did
1: For sure. And we also, you know, we, we certainly did our due diligence with, um, you know, exploring some of the other companies that have done this. Right. So in, in Southwest Michigan, there's really only one other company that has, has has done this before, and that's Duncan Aviation over at their Battle Creek facility. Uh, so we were able to talk to them quite a bit. Uh, and then there was uh, – we partnered with Marathon Health. So they're the ones that are actually providing the nurse practitioner and the nurse that we utilize. Terrific. Uh, and so they were get, able to get us in touch with some other companies that are a little bit more manufacturing-based. Um, there was another company out in Nebraska, I believe that we, that we spoke to. Um, and every single one to a T that we, that we, uh, you know, kind of went over the, the program with said that, you know, at the end of the day, it's, 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 uh, it's one of the better things that they've provide, done to provide healthcare for their employees. And, um, the ease of access just makes it so much easier for someone to go and get an issue taken care of. Right. And the alt- the other uh, part of this too is that, uh, whenever you go to the clinic, uh literally it's it's a like a 30 to a 45 minute appointment no matter what you have uh ailing you i guess if you will so the the level of care is is increased quite substantially too
0: it sounds like it's real holistic 100%. so you may come in here for an issue but while you're here we're going to talk to you about a whole lot of other things While you're here. Yeah. Which is time that you don't often get in traditional healthcare settings when you go in to see your doc or your PA for Mm -hmm. whatever the issue is. Yeah. That's, I mean, and that all plays in again to really taking care of your employees. Like they're part of the family doing the right thing, right? Were there any bumps along the way? Were there any roadblocks that you hit along the way that, um, that you learned from? In trying to get through any, um, any struggles. I mean, it sounds like you did a lot of your due diligence, mm-hmm. even if it was, um, not in a formalized way, but you talked to organizations that did this. You talk to fit your employees a little bit. You talk to your leadership team. Were there some bumps that you had to get through?
1: Well, I think one of the, one of the larger challenges, which we're still somewhat dealing with, but it's getting so much better is really the marketing piece of it, making sure people understand <gasps> oh, okay. what's available over there, how they can utilize it. Um, uh, and, and that, that was, uh, that was a little bit of a challenge, especially because we're so spread out and have, Uh, so many different, uh, uh, locations and needs. Yes. Uh, so we did a lot with, uh, we do, we do a a quarterly newsletter, uh, for, for each division. Uh, each division has a page and, and whatnot. And then there's a, a section on HR and just company news. And so we did a lot with that in terms of branding where, uh, you know, branding the clinic and what, what the clinic was supposed to be utilized for and who could go. And then uh, we did a lot of email blasts. Uh, and then we, we do, uh, every single month, we do an, an anniversary celebration at mm-hmm. each one of our locations. So that was a good opportunity for, for us to uh, really get up in front of the employees, at least for the shift that we were that we were on, and, and really explain the clinic and, and what, what it could be uh, used for.
0: Right. So the marketing has been a bit of a challenge, mm-hmm. but you seem like you have gotten some good vehicles and some methods together to get the word out. So since the opening, which was, about
1: it was probably seven or eight weeks ago. Okay. Yeah.
0: How's it going?
1: It's going really well. Great. So it started off a little slow, but you know, it's one of those things too where word of ma- word of mouth really has a lot to do with this. So uh, we've had a number of employees uh, at, at my facility here that have utilized it, and um, we're very, very um, happy with the level of care that they received. And you know, I know, I know one woman. Uh, she went in for uh she went in just for you know for a cold and uh she was just floored with all the other you know all the other, how thorough the exam was and all the different things that they were able to touch on and that really stood out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, comes back to making a difference for your employees, taking care of them like family. They, they know that they're cared for. The goal of this project, what you hope to achieve long term. You, I know you did it because it's the right thing to do and you care about your employees, but, but you probably have another goal mm-hmm. long term. And what is that, John?
1: You know, I, I think, uh, certainly retention plays a lot, a lot into this. Um, you know, and it's really, uh, it's, you know, it's not any one silver bullet. There's no one silver bullet to, to retaining employees.
0: No, but it's a big deal
1: it's a huge right deal.
0: now because everyone is fighting to, to attract great talent. And then once you get them to keep them, you do better than the average. We do yeah. with, with regard to retention. Uh,
1: you know, the, the goal to get to answer your question really was to have happier employees, uh, have better access to care. Um, the disease prevention portion of it was really, was really big for us just because we knew that the, with the, the length of the appointments and all the different things that they'd be able to talk about that, you know, hopefully you can catch something that maybe, uh, maybe you wouldn't have before. But yes, the retention piece too was, was a big part of it. No it, question. It was about sort it.
0: of, but it was almost an unattended consequence because you went into it with do the right thing. Let's provide better care. Let's make our employees happier. You know, let's make sure that we maybe early detection of disease, you mm-hmm. know, to b- make a better life for them. But sort of the plus plus in this was the retention factor. And we know that, and you mentioned this just a couple minutes ago, we know that your average tenure here of a mm-hmm. ShuPan employee is well beyond what most companies is anyway. 10 to 12
1: years. That's a long time.
0: That is a long time. And I think you mentioned that for your senior level staff, mm-hmm. it's even higher than that.
1: For sure. Yeah, no, we've... Uh... A lot of the, a lot of the individuals that are on our leadership team have been with us for you know fifteen twenty twenty five or thirty years um that's huge yes no no question about it. It's been you know you know kind of what I said before i mean when, when we the 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 philosophy when we hire an employee is truly for them to to have their career be here right um but certainly, uh, all the different things that we do in terms of trying to, you know, uh, build a, a cohesive family, a cohesive unit that you know, everyone's working towards a common goal. Uh, and really, they, you know, we one of the things that we always talk about is we want people to own their jobs. And yes. uh, you know, one of Mark's favorite uh, uh, comments is that no one washes a rental car. And, uh, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, we don't I want, get it. We don't want our employees to have rental jobs. We want right. them to own them. And, um, I think we've done a really good job of that.
0: Yeah. Excellent. So, um, the, the retention piece I think is, is so key in this story. And I'm so glad you talk about that because so many organizations struggle with that and y'all have dialed it in mm-hmm. almost accidentally just by taking good care of the folks that, work for. And this is a great example. I mean, this is sort of like the cherry on top of how you care for your employees with the Employee Health Clinic. For sure. It's an awesome for sure. story. Is there any any learning that you've had over your years of experience in the care and feeding of your employees, taking good care of them? Anything else? Any any other ideas or thoughts you might want to share about retention? Because you do it so well. If mm-hmm. there's something on your mind, I want to make sure we get that in too, yeah, you
1: know, you know The only other thing I would say is that we've really worked hard over the years to to, to have a fun environment. Um. At the end of the day, people want to go to a place that they actually enjoy going to work. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so many of the things that, that happened, you know, it's, it, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily a, a company mandate, I guess, if you will. Like, perfect example, right. yesterday was Halloween. It's
0: not fun if it gets mandated, right? Uh, 100%. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, perfect example, yesterday was Halloween. Um, oh, I mean, literally yeah. almost our entire office staff. Uh, was, was in full get up of, of, uh, <laughs> Halloween costumes. And, you know, people really, for the, they, for the most part, they really enjoy the, the, uh, the camaraderie and the people yes. that they work with. And, um. Yeah, again, people want to have fun, and we've really tried to to provide that environment.
0: Yeah, and you have done a great job of that, John. Let me ask you: if our listeners want to get in touch with you and find out more about this employee health clinic project and how you put that together, and pick your brain on that, or chat with you about retention and mm-hmm. how you've done so well with that and creating a culture that is sticky that makes people want to stay here long term, how how can they reach you? What's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Uh, I'd be happy to talk to anyone that would that would like to to chat about this. It's something I'm certainly very passionate about. You bet. Uh, my email is jberry, and it's b a r r y at chupan.com. Um, and then Mary Francis Oliphant, our HR director, would be a, a great resource as well if someone wanted a little bit more detail on the healthcare clinic and, she and sure how would. the how the nuts and bolts work.
0: Right. And her email, do you remember her email? Is at m.oliphant, I think? It is,
1: m.oliphant at chupan.com. All right.
0: Or they can maybe reach you by calling the main number here.
1: Yes. Too at the Absolutely. desk. And what is that, John? Uh, so it's 1 800. Uh, 531-3434. All right. And you can ask for myself or for Mary Frances.
0: All right. Terrific. John, thank you so much for being a guest with us today on the Family Business Alliance podcast with The Welsh Wire.
1: Thank you, Sherry. It was a lot of fun. We wish you continued success. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.